The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pistics Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, January 11th, and we have an emergency podcast because after a full day and a half of waiting, the New York football giants have given in to their fans' demands, requests, pleads, and please, and fire Joe Judge. Joe Judge out as coach of the New York Giants after just two years joining me to break it down. Diva. What's up, Diva? Yeah, bad news for me as an Eagles fan. I love having bad coaches within the division, and we don't know what the next hire will be. The, the string of recent Giants coaches, really since Tom Coughlin, has been bad to very bad and, and not much better than that. So not a great day for me as an Eagles fan. I thought we would have escaped this and had at least another season to go against Joe Judge two times. But, yeah, do you think in this situation that it is – Listening to the fan base, I think like, some of it is all right. So I think some of it is a fan base. I think, sorry, it, just for the quick timeline to run it down. Joe Judge was reported with two or three weeks, like basically over in week sixteen, week sixteen because it was Christmas. Because Joe before week sixteen, Joe Judge uh, it was leaked out to the that Joe Judge handed out the largest bonuses ever given to team employees on Friday. I mean, it, the stories just don't pop up that that regularly. On Saturday, I mean, excuse me, on Sunday morning, it's reported by Adam Schefter of ESPN that Joe Judge likely to be retained for one more year and that Dave Gettleman, the GM, would be forced to retire. The, the thinking was that, for the, from the Giants' perspective, they didn't, they were embarrassed to fire Joe Judge after two years. Like, they were humiliated. They keep having to churn these coaches and they can't win football games, haven't been to the playoffs um, since they uh, won their Super Bowl in the 2011 season. It's a long time. Made the playoffs in 2016. You're right. They made the playoffs in 2016. But that was the McAdoo boat game, right? Yep. Yep. And then, yes. And then everything fell apart. So that's right. That's right. Sorry. They've been to the playoffs once since then. But I think that's their, they've been terrible basically since then. And so the Giants wanted to keep him. They have a meeting with him on Monday. He meets with the team as well and tells the team that, you know, he, he doesn't say, I'm staying. And the Giants never confirmed he was back, but he was telling the team, Get prepared for 2022. Stay in shape. Don't get in trouble. Blah, 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 blah. Joe Judge stuff. Then I, over the course of like the last 20, 12 to 24 hours, it's been reported that in these meetings that Joe Judge even asked the Giants ownership if he, he told them he wanted to have a hand in picking the next GM, which is really, really ballsy when you're about to be fired to suggest that. The Giants, presumably, John Maher and Steve Tisch took that uh, offensively. And I would guess that they started talking to, you know, they it, it came out that Kevin Abrams, in-house guy, wasn't going to be considered for the GM job. Wasn't even going to get an interview. Wasn't going to ask for an interview. They requested a bunch of outside uh, GM interviews. And I would guess that a, kind of a, a combination of factors. One, you know, these GMs they were talking to and people that they were talking to as part of the search firm, or you know, not the search firm, but as part of the, the overall search for the GM, I bet they got a lot of feedback like, look, 
we're not interested, people won't be interested or as interested if Joe Judge is in place. Because no GM wants to come in with, and you have to deal with a year of Joe Judge knowing you might not win anything. And, and then you have to fire him a year after and hire your own guy. Uh, I would guess also, I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but like, if you read any tweet relating to the Giants, like the Kevin, like Albert Breer tweeted about like Kevin Adams not getting the, an interview. And it's just nothing but Giants fans be like, W, finally a rare W. Like, yes, yes. And like, go read the tweets where it's like Joe Judge has been fired. I mean, it is just pure elation from Giants fans. So I think the feedback from Giants fans probably not helping. And and then ultimately, like Joe Judge is you know, trying to weasel his way into the GM search. Probably they felt like, God, we just, we just got a clean, clean slate here. Because with Joe Judge, they didn't even have that. You know, they bounced back and forth with these GMs who they brought in and out and the coaches who they bring in and out. They needed a clean break, just like the Bears did. Not saying they'll get it right. I agree with you. If, I, if I'm an Eagles fan, Washington fan, Dallas fan, I'm upset. You were hoping they keep Joe Judge. But um, probably the smart move by the Giants to ultimately do this. I mean, just universally despised. And I think we see it more because that Giants fan base is so big and so vocal on social media. But I can't remember a coach, not to say last year went well by any stretch, but this year, just the way that things devolved and really, like you have explained many times, kind of talked his way out of the job. The whole clown show thing, which you broke down on Sunday night, the embarrassment against Washington and even – the Giants from up top, letting him extend another day, talk to the players, and then fire him. In this, that's just a sign of a poorly run franchise from top to bottom. So Joe Judge, an issue, but I think it goes well beyond him. John Morris' statement, I said before the season started, I wanted to feel good about the direction we were headed when we played our last game of the season. If that's your goal for, for whether you're keeping Joe Judge or not, you're not keeping Joe Judge. Unfortunately, I cannot make that statement, which is why we have made this decision. I don't get what the Giants' deal is. Why are they so cowardly about using the word fired? Like Dave Gettleman had to retire. Joe Judge relieved of his duties. Just fire somebody. You're freaking New York Giants. Part ways. Yeah, I mean, you're in New York. Fire somebody. You're you're a freaking New Yorker. You're an abrasive, rude Yankee. Fire somebody. Pretend you're Nick Costos telling them what's happening. You're fired. Everything just kind of sounds like some version of it's always sunny right now for you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so for Joe Judge, we recognize probably a, a poor leader, not a great in-game coach, but the situation he stepped into and kind of the talent in the roster, how much blame does he get versus what he had to work with starting Daniel Jones for part of the year and then the latter part of the year having to toggle back and forth between Jake Fromm and, and no shots taken but Mike Glennon. No, no shots taken. I mean, I mean- Look, Mike didn't have an easy situation in there. I mean, Jake right. Brown didn't have an easy situation. D- Daniel Jones didn't have an easy easy situation. Um, you know, I think one of the problems is when you – it's it's hard for these guys because – like, I'm not saying Joe Judge would have been good somewhere else. I think part of the pro- – so a couple, couple of things. One, it is becoming increasingly difficult, I think, for coaches in 2021, 2022, even, you know, a few years ago – to come in and act like these bell these Bill Belichick coaches have to stop acting like Bill Belichick acts when they get to where they're going. Like you can't come in with no skins on the wall and just act like an a-hole. I mean, look how you know these professional you know, look at Urban Meyer. You know, I know he's got skins on the wall in college, but you can't come in and 
run a place like you ran a, a you know a college program. You can't be Matt Patricia and go to Detroit and just bully people and be arrogant and condescending and demeaning. You can't go to the Giants and you know have players running wind sprints like from Jump Street, you know, to prove how tough and disciplined you are, and then be completely undisciplined. And you know, you you either have to if you're going to talk that talk, one, you have to walk that walk, and two, you got to pile up W's. Because you know if you're if you're if you're at military school and you're losing games, it ain't fun. If you're at military school and you're winning rings, you can deal with it. You know that's 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 sort of the the difference there. So I think that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of the talent stuff. I mean, no, they didn't have talent. This was a terrible offensive line. You know they had, you know they had drafted uh, Andrew Thomas and Will Hernandez. But you know, Daniel Jones was an unproven. Yeah, yeah, it's all Yeah, they brought in Solder. Solder been pretty bad. Um, there were some players on defense, and that defense was okay for time. It's for stretches. You know, James Bradbury ended up being a good free agent signing. But basically, you know, Joe Judge came in. Look, you pick this situation. You know that Daniel Jones has to be the guy. You know, you have to win with Daniel Jones. You 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 took the job, man. But yeah, it's it's tough to win where they were. Um, Signing. And with that said, you know, Daniel Jones and, and not trying to relieve Joe Judge of blame, but when Daniel Jones started this year, the Giants four and seven without Daniel Jones, oh, and six. If sure. he starts the full season and they go, say six, they win two of their six final 11, six and 11, final six. Yeah, six and 11. He's probably not fired. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's sort of the problem, too, is that y- you, and, and look, here's the other thing. Joe Judge, as I stated a few minutes ago, was safe three weeks ago. I mean, the Giants, under, they were embarrassed to fire another coach. They understood he'd been dealing with a ton of different quarterbacks, that the talent level wasn't there, that you know Dave Gettleman was going to move on. They could bring in another GM. And he then he had the 11-minute rant after week six, after week 17, answering a press conference question, telling all these crazy lies. I mean, look, like I went, me and Barnwell, Bill Barnwell did a podcast just breaking down the press conference, you know, that's a bunch of attention that the Giants don't want. That's embarrassing. Mean, I'm not saying the podcast was everything, but like that's all anybody was talking about for a week was Joe Judge. And then, and that was in the, by the way, this, was that the same week that Antonio Brown took his, yeah, Antonio Brown took yeah. his shirt off and left a football game in the middle of the game. And all anybody talked about was Joe Judge. Then the next week you have the, the quarterback sneak. I mean, Chris Myers is on the Fox broadcast going, that's sad. You know what I mean? Like it—it it was sad and pathetic in the ending to the season, and that sort of attention is just not going to help your case. So yeah, I, I think to answer your original question, which I didn't answer at all, really, but that's standard for me, is what? that what? what what is that? Joe Judge. Joe Judge was not assisted by the talent in New York, but he didn't. took. The, what's that? Go ahead. That he took the job knowing what the talent was and knowing that there was an edict to fix Daniel Jones and make Daniel Jones a franchise quarterback. And like you said, four and seven with him, that's fine. Doesn't matter. You still, you know. Daniel Jones, not franchise quarterback caliber. He's not a complete bust. He's not as good as you would want for a number six overall pick. Somewhere in between there is where we've seen Daniel Jones through two years of, of Joe Judge. Hasn't he had three? Is he had, is he only had two head coaches, right? Two head coaches. Yeah, he hadn't had three. That's right. Well, um, let's uh, real quick 
the past three head coaches, McAdoo, Shermer, Judge, oh rank them in terms of uh, best to worst, worst to first. It's a it's a tough list there. It sure is. We're uh, we're a long ways off from a little recent Andrews, Jim Fossil, and and Tom Coughlin. Yeah, uh, and you had Steve Spagnuolo for what four games when four yeah. As, a, as an interim, we don't count that though. Um, like you said, for a, for a historic franchise that truly is on the level of their counterpart Jets that they share a stadium with, in terms of laughing stocks of the NFL right now, with really no direct path to. They won two Super Bowls stadium. in five years. To, like in in five years, they it were. Feels, it was a decade ago. It feels like three decades ago. It, it really does. Yeah, it's like you know, Eli Manning. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say that clearly. Ben McAdoo is the tops, right? He went to the playoffs one time. Um, you know, Took they went over th- the roster from Tom Coughlin and went 11 and five in that first season, but then everything fell apart the next year in which they went three and 13. Yes. Um, well, and, and remember that the, if I remember this correctly, in the 11 and five, so before the Tom, before Tom Coughlin's last year, Jerry Reese went out on it and went on a huge spending spree. And I can't remember. Was it, was it his last year or was it because they went six and 10, six and 10 or was Jerry Reese, the GM of the 2016 giants. How can I not remember that? Yeah. Jerry. Okay. That's what it was. That's what it was. Tom Coughlin got fired after the 2015 season. Jerry Reese was not fired. In that offseason, he went out and went on a crazy free agency spending spree. And everybody's like, this is not going to work out for you guys. It did kind of because the team went 11-5, and but it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. You look at their expected win-loss for that season, 8.8, or expected wins, 8.8. This is not a habit that can be – look, we're live on YouTube. Do you want to say hello to YouTube? Hello, YouTube. What's up, Robbie? How you doing? Where's the switch? I don't know. You're going to have to go find it. I'm podcasting. You're a YouTuber now, bro. He loves YouTube. So thanks, YouTube, for saying hey to him. Uh, Anyway, Jerry Reese spent all that money. Spent all that money. They go 11 and 5. The boat incident in the offseason, or the boat picture in the offseason. And then everything crashes back down to earth because it's not sustainable to spend like that in free agency and not you know, d- develop your, uh, develop your roster in, in, in the way that you need to develop it. So the giants have since then been terrible. So they hired Dave Gettleman after the 2016 season. No, oh, no, 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 that's right. Reese was there through 27. Reese and McAdoo were fired mid season and they hired Dave Gettleman after he, after like when he was released, when he left the Panthers and what did and Gettleman do right away? Drafted Saquon Barkley. Immediately drafted Saquon Barkley. Oh, my God. And so Dave Gettleman's been there for 18, 19, 20, and 21. And and so, I mean, they just haven't they – haven't, they've drafted – I mean, there have been okay moments in the draft, but some really botched stuff by Dave Gettleman, including the Barkley, the Daniel Jones draft, they didn't pick him too early. You know, they had they traded back up into the first round. Um, he's had a couple of guys that have been good, but, you know, you go back to the the – you know, the – like you draft, you could have drafted. They could have drafted Josh Allen, and Nick Chubb instead of Saquon Barkley and yeah. Will Hernandez. Even or Quentin this Nelson. year, 
getting sniped by a divisional opponent um, yes. where they think they're going to land Devontae Smith and end up with Kadarius Tony, who showed just a couple of flashes this year, not bust by any stretch. And, and like you mentioned, Andrew, Andrew Thomas, Will Hernandez, some of those offensive line picks throughout the years, Xavier McKinney, a pretty nice player, Dexter Lawrence and, and DeAndre Baker, those those two first-round picks in, in 2019. Uh, after Daniel Jones, three first-round picks in that 2019 draft, and that's not the haul that you would expect um, when you have three first-round picks. As every as people in the chat point out, uh, thank you for saying hello to Robbie, guys. Um, that uh, you know Kenny Galladay this offseason, another example of a free agent you know signing. It didn't score a touchdown. It was just terrible this season. And I love Kenny Galladay, but man, that did not work out. For Four the for 72. I know not real numbers, but that's probably the worst deal of 2021. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you could have told me four for 72 is his like stat line or his contract. You're like four. We had four catches for 72 yards on the stat line over like three games. No, I believe it for the season, the way he yeah. played. So, yeah, I mean, just a. I, I would say that it's I would say that it is one McAdoo. And this two, is from I'm, worst to best or best, best? to worst. I think okay. I mean, just because McAdoo went to the playoffs. Yeah. You know, um, then I am going to. But last, McAdoo lasted the least amount of time of any of these guys. Yeah, which is pretty incredible. Um, God, they fired it. They went to the playoffs and fired him the next year. What do you, I mean, so you have a bad season. What are you doing? Um, I want to say that uh, I will say McAdoo. Uh, did, did, did Shermer preside over the Gina, the the Eli benching? Or is that McAdoo? Is that what got McAdoo fired late in the season? He benched Eli for Geno Smith and ruined Eli's streak? I want to say yes. 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 Okay. 2017 is when Geno had that start. Mm, that's what, and that was the Giants owners were like, what have you done? Um, they fired him midseason. So I'm going to say McAdoo won. Yeah, that is true. Um, that's a pretty bad one. That he, uh, he's, he screwed over Eli. But he still went to the playoffs. So I'll take McAdoo one, Shermer two, Joe Judge three. Shermer at least was somewhat dignified in his job. Wasn't a complete clown show. Didn't call it somebody else a clown show. And helped to at least usher out the Eli Manning era in respectable fashion. Does that seem fair? Solid list. I'm just basking in like recent Eagles history of of feeling confident going up against the, these coaches and and these Giants teams. But, yeah, um, that's a fair list. Somebody in the chat says, Steve, Stephen Tom, uh, Tom Kovic says, bold prediction, Adam Gaze to the Giants. Can you even imagine? Promotion for uh, Freddie, Freddie Outhouse? Freddie Kitchens going up top. Um, I would uh, – uh, yeah, and, and uh, Jen Silvius points out, Excuse me. Uh, Shermer would be one, even though he sucked too. Yeah, I mean, th- you're you're picking you know between three piles of poop. It's tough. That's why I wanted to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think Shermer is probably the least clown car of the three, but he also has the lowest winning percentage of the three. Like he had a, Shermer had won less games than Joe Judge, which is, and that's probably only because of the 17 game season. But yeah. whatever. And the the theme here has been the Giants as an embarrassing organization. Um, I think that's clear. I don't think we'll get an argument. And now check out in the feed right now. We ranked the vacancies yesterday. This is bottom of the list, right? Yeah, easily bottom of the list. Easily below the Bears. 
Yep. Bears have Justin Fields at least. Giants do have two first-round draft picks, but they are not in a... Now, the only way... I'll tell you what. Let's take a break, and when we come back, I'll tell you the only way the Giants could move up the list and who are some candidates for the Giants' job next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A Russell Wilson trade. That's the answer. You trade to your two. And I don't, it's seeming, seemingly, it seems increasingly less likely that Russell Wilson will be dealt based on sort of how that thing's concluded in Seattle. You know, we we saw um, Russ very excited on the sidelines with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll said he's not going anywhere, that he believes Russ is it can fit. But maybe maybe that'll change over the course of the offseason. Same um, deal with Joe Judge. A couple of weeks ago, you would put the percentage a, a lot you know, lower that he would be fired, ends up getting fired. And then the reverse situation for Russell Wilson, where probably a point in the season, somewhere after that return from the injury and things look bleak and, and he wasn't recovering quite as quickly, where you'd say over 50% Russ was on another team next season. And yeah. now... I don't know your odds, but 10, 20%? I, I, yeah, I would say t- maybe 22% that Russ is on. 22. Just random. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, if the Giants were able to trade Daniel Jones and their two first-round picks for Russell Number Wilson. five and seven. Five and seven is what the Giants have. Fifth is their own pick, and then the seventh uh, from the Bears off you, the well, deal last year. The, the problem is that Daniel Jones is like, well, rookie deal is almost up, and he you know, hasn't been healthy and had been very good. Um Maybe the Seahawks, if they decided they were going to rebuild, and I just don't think Pete Carroll wants to rebuild at his age. You would do five. You would say five, seven, and next year's first, or five, seven, and a second for Russ. I think it's a great deal, good deal for Seattle. If you decide as a franchise, it is time to move on from Russell Wilson. If there's yeah. any inkling that he wants to stay around, then I I think you pass on that offer. Yes, I I agree with that completely. Um. So and I and I don't think, I think he might be. I think there's a chance that that he's still dealt, but I don't know. I mean, 
if you're if you're if you're Pete Carroll, are you really trading Russ Wilson and thinking like, all right, I'm 70, we'll just reboot this thing up with no Russ and a couple of the Giants picks and a questionable draft? I mean, and I know quarterback matters a lot, a lot when we talk about these vacancies. But even with the other circumstances around the Giants, they don't bolt to the top of the list, do they? Even with Russ, I know he's super important. One of the best quarterbacks in the league, future Hall of Famer, but they don't bolt to number one or two, do they? Mm. Or do they get pretty up there for you? They're pretty up there if they got Russell Wilson, especially in that division where, I mean, you know, the Eagles are, Eagles made the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. Dallas, Dallas looks good, but you know, it's a, you don't feel like, you don't feel like Dallas is just going to be, make every smart move for, from now until the end of time. And then it's been bandied about like the Giants should go try and hire Will, uh, Will Clay. Is it Will Clay or something? Will McClay? Will Clay. Is it McClay? How am I forgetting this? Oh, well, uh, McClay. Is it, um, is it, is it is Will McClay, right? Will McClay. I'm just going to reference your list yesterday when is we Will were. Will McClay, the, the, the heat. No, 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 Will McClay would be the, he's the VP of pro personnel with the, the Cowboys. And he's like the guy that every, but he never gets a credit as being GM. He can never be GM because Jerry is. So you go and try and lure him to the Giants to run it. I don't think he would do that to the Cowboys, but, you know, you would hurt the, you would hurt the Cowboys and, you know, bring in a guy. Um, yeah, just uh, as a reminder, before we get to the next coach candidates, your list from yesterday, most desirable jobs to least desirable. You had Jaguars, Vikings, Broncos, Bears, Dolphins. So right now, Giants, Giants get number six. They might go up to number one. I mean, are you sure you're definitely not? I mean, are you definitely winning e- more easily in Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence than you are with Russell Wilson? I mean, Russell Wilson, the Giants look a lot like the – you get an offensive coach and let Russ cook and get some, you know, Kadarius Tony. I mean, I, I think, you know, Galladay was a bust, obviously, but he can be better. They got some players. I could be – I could I could talk myself into it for sure. All right, so, um, Coach, it, you, you come in with the mindset that there is this potential Russell Wilson deal on the table and, and the Giants' ownership thinking, you know, maybe we have a chance to acquire Russ in that case, which coaches make sense. Um, this is pointed out by the athletic, the athletic.com, uh, Dan Duggan at the, at the athletic. He said, the obvious conclusion is that it's hard to find a good head coach in the NFL. The giants haven't even been looking at the right candidates. They didn't interview Frank, Wright. They didn't interview Mike Vrabel. They didn't interview Doug Peterson before he was hired by the Eagles. And they didn't in this, um, and he wasn't on the giants radar. I'm saying and it's it points out, is this true? They surely they attempted to interview Sean McDermott, Sean McVay, and Matt Lafleur. Surely, surely you would think. Oh my! Um, so we remember um, just from the, going back to their last coaching cycle, which was two Januarys ago. Yep. Uh, the whole deal with Matt Rule, right? Oh yeah, Where, that was the that was the Jets. Was it? It was the Jets who wanted to make him uh, make him bring in somebody. But the, the Giants did interview Matt Rule, I believe. Okay, um, I, thought, I thought that was the Giants. I know they also spoke. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one hundred percent the Jets to to McCarthy. But, Dan, but Matt Rule coached for the Giants previously. Okay. Um. Here. So in two thousand eighteen, when they hired Shermer, I'm getting this from Doug with the Athletic. Their other interviewees were McDaniel's, Spagnolo, Matt Patricia, Steve Wilkes, Eric Studisville. In 2016, when they hired McAdoo, their other the field the other field of Giants candidates were Spagnolo, <laughs> Jeez, these guys, 
Um, Doug Marone, Adam Gase, Mike Smith, and Terrell Austin. Wow. Of those, uh, of all the people that they've interviewed, excluding the two that they were, that they uh, hired, the there was one winning season between the uh, the entire pool of candidates that they interviewed, and obviously one with McAdoo. So f- two winning seasons amongst uh, six head coaches out of the entire pool of people that they interviewed. So something is something is not. This is not maybe even about the, who's getting hired. Oh, they just have to this year hitting on like three of the six interviews w- would be a win. They don't even have to hit on the head coach that they're going to inevitably fire in two more years. They just right. have to start getting these interview right, right, right for, to set themselves up for 2024. Would you want to see Doug, your buddy Doug Peterson in uh, New York? No, no. Just for coming from a fan perspective, I don't want to have to go up against a former coach. I'm glad that Andy Reid is, is tucked away in the AFC West and Andy Reid, a, a better coach, clearly, than Doug Peterson. But no, I don't want to see Doug within the division. But I think it's someone that makes sense and, and is popping up on every single interview request, interview list that we're seeing. So if the Giants want to have at least one interview hit, talk to Doug. Um, yep, so let's Doug- go. Ex, ex-girlfriend route, crazy ex-girlfriend. We're staying away from it. Josh <laughs> McDaniels out. Josh McDaniels out. Uh, I don't think Josh McDaniels is out. Okay. Just the, the Belichick disciple, the whole, you know, you said the Dolphins can't go Patriots route because of Flores. Same apply. I, I know we got the special teams world here with Joe Judge, but. Yeah, I think Judge is more like a, I don't think McDaniels would, I mean, I get, I get it. Um, I don't think that, I don't think it removes his name from the conversation though. Like, okay. I think you can still go talk to him. Uh, Brian Dayball would make sense. Also, the, the Giants being in the NFC and Belichick, you know, Belichick likes the Giants, like reveres the Giants, hates the Jets, revere, you know, reveres the Giants organization. Um, so I don't think I don't think Belichick would be, you know, super annoyed. Um, but Brian Dayball, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, Jim Harbaugh makes it. I mean, Jim Harbaugh. I know I mentioned Jim Harbaugh on every show, but like the dude. The dude wins. It's a similar list. If you're Harbaugh, are you going to the Raiders or the Giants? Let's, probably, you know, probably, with all due respect to Ritz Versaccia. Probably the Raiders. Yeah. But unless you got Russell Wilson, obviously. Very well might not be an opening. So, right. Exactly. Um, and then Doug Peterson, I think, makes sense. You know, I think that the, the Giants need to stop trying to find their, find their Belichick or whatever they call, whatever they think, like find their next guy. Get some like Tom Coughlin worked in New York. It is a really difficult market to coach in. It is, you know, I mean, Joe Judge was pronounced safe and still wasn't safe. It's a hard market to coach in. Go get somebody who has experience coaching in the NFL in the past. Um, to you know, Dayball wouldn't work there, but Harbaugh, Hackett, Gerard Mayo. I'm not not trying to go find some offensive coordinator. Who's like the next guy, you know, the, the, the old formula of just you find an offensive coordinator who's a hot name and hope he can become a good coach because it hadn't worked for, I mean, that's, you know, Shermer had, uh, yeah, I mean, Shermer had experience in Cleveland, of course, and that didn't work out, I guess, either. So, I mean, I'm getting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like he wasn't good in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm getting somebody who has a track record of winning football games as a head coach in the NFL on the giants and hoping they can bring some stability and they can deal with the the media, you know, like you can deal with the media and the fans. Maybe it's Doug Peterson. Maybe it's Jim Caldwell. Maybe it's John well, Har- Jim recent firings. I think the two most likely to get head coaching jobs next year that were recently fired would be Brian Flores and then potentially Mike Zimmer. Either yep. of those in this situation. 
Absolutely. I think Brian, Fl- I mean, I think you could make the case that the Giants might have, you know, it, it wouldn't be crazy to have reached out to Brian Flores, engage interest, like during this 24 hour period where you're discussing whether Joe Judge is fired. Dan Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Dan Quinn, it, I, th- that's what, that's so what they need to me. Definitely. Like if, if we're just keeping it to interdivision Cowboys, like you're, you're pulling Dan Quinn probably before Kellen Moore, if you're the giants, just because of that situation, you want to get someone a little bit more proven, been to a super bowl. I think Jerry Jones might fire Mike McCarthy and promote Kellen Moore. If the giants try to steal Kellen Moore. And then the giants can hire Mike McCarthy. Cowboys lose to the Niners this weekend. Sets off a little it's, chain of events. Yeah, for sure. The, <laughs> Marvin Lewis? I don't know about Marvin that? Lewis. Maybe Marvin Lewis. I mean, Pro- oh, Bill, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien in the chat. Yeah, these guys are good. You guys are coming. Nick Saban. That's a good one, Christopher Mitchell. Good, good. Yeah, go get Nick Saban. Uh, but no, Bill O'Brien. You know, lost the lost the national championship game on Monday night. Not really his fault, but he was he certainly went viral for freaking out in the press box. Um, I think Bill O'Brien got a bad rap as a head coach. In in uh, in Houston, but so, you know he went to the playoffs a bunch. Certainly the GM stuff. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't give him those those roles yeah. as general manager, and and I think now, they're in a better spot. The problem is, I think that uh, somebody in the chat too says I disagree. That's the wrong way to look at a coaching search. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with my statement that that's how mm-hmm. I want to do a coaching search. But the Giants are a hot mess, and they need somebody just to like. The yeah, I'm not saying that they need to – I'm not saying they need to – you don't want to say, like, go hire a bridge coach. But you've got to hire somebody to get you through more than two years. You know, I mean, you can't fire a fourth coach in eight years. That is a disaster if that happens. So, Leslie Frazier is a good name on there. I don't know if Leslie Frazier wants to deal with the New York market, but he has certainly has experience and was not a bad coach in, in Minnesota. So, I mean, yeah, you always I mean, go the, the game of – in your mindset, like, does your gut tell you that they would seek someone on the offensive side of the ball, someone on the defensive side? It's not like you have this this quarterback that needs, um, or I should say, a more established quarterback that you'd love to pair with a dynamic offensive mind. You're, you you kind of have equal poor defense and offense where you're not really leaning either way for this offense or defensive-minded coach. Yeah, I don't think so. I think my thing is, excuse me. My issue is that if you are go the last three guys, you have to you have to be you have to be you have to understand that you know you're gonna have to weather a storm. And with you know, Shermer had, had experience, of course, but McAdoo and Joe Judge were learning how to co- be head coaches on the fly in this storm that is the New York market. And I don't think that's what you want to have to do. Uh, with this, with a head coach, while trying to you know figure out uh, Daniel Jones and deal with you know Dave Gettleman and, and changing changing front office. I mean, it's the whole thing is just you know you. I, I just I would want a steady hand if I'm the Giants ownership, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's sort of the direction they take. You know, the perfect bridge coach, Tom Coughlin. <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Seventy five year old Tom Urban Coughlin. Meyer. Some people in the the chat talking about defensive coordinator Patrick Graham. Any thoughts on Graham? If he yeah, if he the, thing sucks, the thing that sucks is Patrick Graham's a really good coordinator, and now you're going to probably lose him if you go hire a new coach. I don't know that you want to promote from the regime, but I would guess 
that the Giants fans would not hate the idea. I'm trying to think of a situation where a really bad team that's had to fire their coach for being bad has has hired from within and that has worked out or even happened. You know what I mean? Like when you're that bad, you you go outside the organization for that reason. Uh, this is a good point by um, uh, Joe in the chat. I assume it's not Joe Judge, although he clearly has free time. Uh, I don't know if you can put that up on the screen. The issue is that if Daniel Jones doesn't stay, the Giants are pressed to either sign a vet or draft, which this draft is light on QBs. No vet is going to want to play behind this line. That is 100% true. Um, without, uh, I can, I would, I would tell you that uh, there's a very good chance that the, you know, that, that those that those guys who played quarterback for the Giants this year are, are you know, that, like they didn't have a great, you know, I would guess they didn't have a great time. You, you know, you could be, we can joke about the stats all we want and the bad passer rating and the quarterback sneaks and all that, but these guys had no time behind that offensive line, whether it was from Daniel Jones, Mike Lennon. I mean, they were under siege. Like that makes it, that, that it's, you know, Joe Judge didn't have a good, co- I mean, yeah, hired Jason Garrett. Like that should have been the biggest red flag of all. Yeah, and talking about the draft picks, if this was a a stronger quarterback class, maybe, you know, with with Jacksonville not taking a quarterback at one, you're not sure about Detroit's future at two. You really like Davis Mills with Houston at three. It's it's there's going to be opportunities to take a quarterback at five and seven for sure. But do you want to hitch your wagon to Matt Corral when you have Daniel Jones already? Um, right now, Ryan Wilson has, with a fifth pick, the Giants taking Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, and then coming back with a seventh pick and taking a center, Tyler Linderbaum, out of Iowa at number seven. I mean, I, I think that if you're the Giants, and this is why it's pretty key that they got Dave Gettleman out now, because Dave Gettleman loves to chase uh, bad money with good. You know, he likes to, he's like, all right, well, I drafted Daniel Jones. It's not working out. I'm doubling down. We're getting, you know, Kenny, we're signing Kenny Galladay and John Ross. And we're going to, you know, draft all the, you know, draft Kadarius Tony or try to get Devontae Smith. And what they need to do is just say, look, this is, it just admit that you're in a, you're a rebuild. They can't mentally do that. The Giants think that they're supposed to be this great blue blood organization that just wins. I mean, you haven't won, you've won once in 10 years. You know, you are not. You are not an elite organization. You need to accept reality to take these two draft picks, figure out where what the appreciating assets are on your roster. Like, I, reality is you just got to let Saquon Barkley go. You might love him. He might end up being great somewhere else. You can't pay that dude a huge running back contract. Would you he know? even command a huge contract at this point? I don't think he would agree to take a crappy contract. I think he'd just go be a free agent. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think he likes stuff. I just don't, I don't know what else will be out there considering the it's, injury. It's history. a little like Baker's deal with the Browns, you know, like, how do you, what do you do? Um, and with Daniel Jones, you know, you, you have to make, you, you know, ideally it's, you get a coach who can help. Maybe he has a breakout season. Maybe he can stay healthy for a year. You know, more likely is that, you know, the, that eventually they have to move on from him and they have to try to figure out the situation elsewhere. Um, they, they need to, you got to hit on those two first round picks. You just got to get two impact players of those first round picks and start to build up some blue chip players. And then you can figure out the quarterback situation down the road and the quarterback situation in the draft, at least a lot better in 2023. Yes. Than it is in 2022. And if I'm the giants, I'm probably, I might even consider trade. I would try to trade down and acquire more picks. You know, if somebody was trying to get up to get a player at five or seven, I'm happily moving down unless I've just fixated on somebody. Yeah. Uh, 
it'll be interesting with this draft with without that desire to kind of trade up for quarterbacks do we see more more or less trades in Probably general I mean, certainly almost less yeah but i mean look if you have to stay at five and seven and take two players you need to hit on those players because you know this class is pretty good at the top like we know there's some good you know quality offensive linemen some quality um you know uh, defensive players whether it's edge rushers or kyle hamilton those guys do that sorry um good yeah no not really um we're talking all day for two days and do you know hit on those two players get a get a steady-handed coach in there get a smart gm and just try to sort of build back up you don't they're trying to flip a switch and win every year it's like you're not going to magically do that and gettleman's been chasing his own job for three years now it's just stupid i mean it's it's a bad way to to operate as an eagles fan you should be thrilled i'm i'm thrilled i love like i said two times a year so if you're uh, in charge of the search, give me the top three names you're calling to bring into interview. Oh, um, Doug, Doug, Jim Harbaugh, and um, I don't want to. I don't want to just do all old guys. Uh, maybe Dan Quinn. I'm. I'm. I'm calling. I'm going to take a tandem. I'm going to cheat and take a tie three. Call both of the Cowboys guys. Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. I'm wrangling. I'm wrangling. I'm 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 wrangling some feathers over is that wrangling feather. What, what is the feathers line? Uh, I'm ruffling ruffling feathers. Ruffling, That's what I'm, doing. I'm ruffling feathers. Ruffling. Oh, Flores. Flores is on the list too. Sorry. So I'm delirious at this point. Um. So I would I I I would think Doug, Flores, Dan Quinn. Slash Kellen Moore and Jim Harbaugh are sort of the guys I'm looking for because I know that like Harbaugh in particular I'd be interested with because he can he might not be interested if, if he doesn't like the roster enough but if he thinks he can win quickly he'll come there and he will win quickly and he can flip it and around. that's someone you're okay with giving some personnel control to I would allow him to pick the or uh, like I would I would have I I, I, th- I don't think the Giants will do it this way by the way I think they will go and get the GM and let the GM hire the coach. Uh, and left, which is it in B enemy or names in there? I see too. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with them. Um, left, oh, and for the record, Adrian Wilson, who former NC State player, former uh, VP of uh, pro personnel with the Cardinals now, former Cardinal safety. Uh, there's a rumor out there that if Byron Leftwich, who worked with the Cardinals for a while, obviously, um, got a job, he would want to hire Adrian Wilson as his uh, GM. Adrian Wilson, GM, Byron Leftwich, coach is very intriguing. If you can be patient with it. Patience is a key. I, I have a final question for you. You sure. know, someday, hopefully this never happens, but say you're about to get fired. What type of requests are you going to make a la Joe Judge in his final hours as Giants coach? I'm going to ask for master's tickets on my way out. <laughs> hey, I, listen, come on. Be a gold, like, I don't need a gold watch. I've been here 20 years. How about some master's tickets? And then CBS laughs at me. I like it. So you're banking on 10 more years. Uh, nine more years. Nine more. The full Prisco. Pete's been here like 30 years, I think. Uh, what about you? Pete, you Pete was a, a Giants fan when he started first working at CBS and now just hates everything and, yeah. and doesn't root for anyone except for Arizona State. Hates everything. What, um, what, uh, what would you ask for? Fire Brinson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get rid of him. Yeah. 
Fire Wilson. I want no, it's like I want make Wilson oh, run TikTok. Just put everybody in these oh, like, yeah, make situations Ryan Wilson. on yes, the way. I want Ryan Wilson in charge of TikTok. That's what I want to look for. All right. That'll do it for the Joe Judge's Fired Emergency Press Conference. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Smash that like button if you're on the YouTube. Hit the five-star review if you're on Spotify. And if you're listening anywhere else, of course, thank you for listening to us. Debo, hopefully this will be well, – I don't know about hopefully. I'm guessing it's the last emergency. Does party. David Cully happen? Not yet. Not yet. And when's the first time we emergency podcast for a hiring? Ooh. Um, Give me the date. I'll say Friday. Really? Not this a coaching week? hire. Do we emergency podcast for a GM hire? Probably, Probably not. Okay. Um, head coaching hire emergency podcast. Tuesday, January 18th. Okay. 6.28 p.m. They wait for after the playoff game. They're not going to do it on, on Monday with a playoff game happening. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because, like, typically that might be, like, the first day that, that we get a hiring. They get an announcement on the wild card weekend's over. Well, and you get the teams who are – so I'll say Tuesday because I think we could see some interviews on from coordinators of losing teams on Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday again. But that's the difference this year a little bit, right, is, is that they're able to talk a little bit more freely. Or was yeah. that at the end of the regular season? Does the yeah. go like into place? Some of the guys weren't eligible to interview, I don't think. Or like okay. you could turn so I, I just think you'll see, you know, if um I mean let's say that uh let's say the Rams lose to the Cardinals on Monday night. Actually that's a bad example because it's Monday night. All right, the Cowboys lose to the, the 49ers on CBS, 4 30 p.m. in Nickelodeon, Paramount Plus as well on CBS. Uh the the Dan, like, you know, that Saturday, Sunday, you see a, maybe a flurry of interviews with Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, like legit serious interviews. Because I, I think a lot of guys are willing to talk to the teams, but don't want to, you know, especially if you're somebody who has a family and you're prepping for the playoffs, like that's a lot to add into the, the extra portion of it. So I think we'll see, maybe you get that big push uh, where right after the, the playoffs over, you know, you're out of the playoffs somebody goes and makes a makes a run at Dan Quinn because a lot of times you don't want to do that big interview if you can't you know and, and like and let him out you know you don't want to you know it's the old don't let him out of the building thing you want to bring Dan Quinn in and, and, and lock him down so yeah I would just say don't be afraid to screw this up again Giants yeah don't screw it up no I don't I, be afraid to screw it up there don't you don't be afraid to screw it up um all right as always Diva a pleasure chatting Brian Wilson, John Breacher on the outs. Just kidding. See you guys later.